Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. And uh, what we're going to be talking about is not for the weak or faint of heart. Uh, What we're going to be talking about is the most important decision you will have to make because it's the only decision that has the greatest impact and effect on your life and the quality of your life. And I will say for as long from this moment forward that you ignore what I'm going to talk about, you will spend days, weeks, months, years, and perhaps decades not making money when you should, could, and have earned it. Okay, so let me begin. I want to talk about a very, very important concept that has to do with you and, and your business and your life and your productivity. And it really comes down to making a decision and, and understanding about where your time is going. So I have two research pools that I want to show you. The first one comes from a 1,000 loan officers that we researched last year. And we had a company called Proudfoot Consulting that made phone calls to 1,000 originators. Uh, their production ranged from $12 million to $18 million. If you were over $18 million, you weren't in the research pool. Uh, Their average work week was 48 hours. If you were over 48 hours, you were not in the research pool. But here's what we found out. We found out that that originator spends 5% of the day actively selling. Only 5% of the day. As we researched what they did, we found out that they also were prospecting 24% of the day. So the first thing I want you to get your head around is the idea that the the low-producing salesperson has a really poor conversion rate. The fact that they're prospecting 24% of the day and that is only yielding a 5% active selling scenario is horrible, horrible, horrible conversion. As we continue around, they spend 7% of their day in problem solving, 38% of their day on admin, which is paperwork and all things related to loan file management. Traveling time is about 11%. Downtime is about 15%. So here's the first thing that you need to get your head around. The low producing loan officer is only spending 29% of the day trying to sell, but 24% of that time is horrible in the area of prospecting both buyers and real estate agents. There's another pool of 35 people that I've been in touch with every month for the entire year of 2013. The minimum production in this research pool was 50 million in fundings. The number one person in this research pool this year will fund 210 million last year, funded 189 million. Every month for one week, I ask them to track their time and report their results, and here's what theirs look like. They spent 47% of the day actively selling, and the exact same amount of time prospecting. So 24% of the day was spent in lead acquisition, 47% of the day was spent in converting those leads to deals that closed. So half of the day is in active selling. If we go all the way around the rest of the wheel, 4% of the day is in problem solving, 14% of the day is in administration, 4% of the day is in travel, and 7% is in downtime. So you can see right here that the $50 million to uh, $210 million originator is spending 71% of the day in a selling activity. So the first takeaway ought to be, what does that look like for you? And what does your day look like as you begin to think about that? 
One of the things that I taught the 35 and what I want to teach you is three real power principles around time management. Principle number one is called the principle of rate. So I began with everybody for them to take their income on a monthly basis, take the time log of where their time was being spent, and come up with how much they were worth per hour. The group of 35 in 2013 was worth the low of $425 an hour and the high of $2,750 an hour. So I want you to be thinking about what is your rate, where is it? Um, the US Bureau of Labor Statistics has reported that in the loan origination business, if you take all bank non-licensed and NMLS licensed originators, the average hourly rate is $24.52. It is pathetically low. And so it all starts with figuring out where's your rate, what is it, how much are you making, and what do we need to do to move that needle, okay? The second principle is the principle of deconstruction. And the principle of deconstruction forces you to take a look at your day and deconstruct it, to really find out where is your time going, where is it being allocated, how much money is being made, and then looking at what of those tasks when you deconstruct are not the prime selling, income producing tasks that you should be about on a regular basis. And when you deconstruct, then the next obvious is to reconstruct. And that leads us to principle three, which is the principle of dollarization. And the principle of dollarization says specifically that if I figure out where my time is going, and I figure out where it is being allocated wrongly, poorly, inaccurately, inefficiently, and I literally reapply those minutes to one of the two income-producing activities, which is partner development and or borrower conversations, you dollarize a new hourly rate. Example, if I take Kelly Marsh and I take Cody Hardridge and I put them together, uh, their consultation is probably a half an hour with a borrower. So if I can figure out an hour that is going somewhere that it shouldn't be going, and I reallocate that to one of those two income producing activities, and I am worth, um, let's say, $2,000 alone, and I can do two borrower conversations in this new freed up hour, and I have a 50% conversion rate, then I have just made that hour worth $2,000. And this is the way you have to think as you walk out of here. So those three principles were what the 35 really followed and really began to look at. And the guy that is at 2750 his goal by the end of the year is to be worth $3,000 an hour. Now that's an exciting concept. So where does this take us? It takes us to a, a thought process that I think is going to be fairly unique. And the idea is that you really do waste a lot of time at work. Okay, and I'm going to be straightforward with you, uh, no jokes, no humor, I mean, this is what your life is about. So I hired a company called Atlassian, it's a consulting and software development firm, but they are plugged in to work like workplace productivity. The three biggest culprits that take away from you making a lot of money are very, very scary when you get your head around it. So culprit number one is email. So the question is, are you always trying to reach inbox zero? Over-reliance on your email to collaborate with your team is costing you precious time and money. How much is it costing? Well, first of all, let's look at the stats. 
The average loan officer that was in the research pool gets 304 weekly emails. Now, I don't know if you've ever tracked the emails you get, but you need to start tracking them, and you'll see why in just a moment. The second stat that came out of it is 36 is the number of times the average loan officer checks their email in an hour. That is really scary, okay? And the third stat is that the average number of minutes to recover from email is 16. This is a problem. In fact, what's really interesting is that when you really take a look at this, you lose 10 IQ points when fielding constant email, which is the same as not sleeping for an entire night. Now check it out. <clears throat> when you think about this, here's the productivity cost to a company per loan officer given this data. $1,250 is spam related. $1,800 is loan officers checking emails that are unnecessary for them to check. The third is $4,100 in poorly written emails, causing this communication cave-in. And so when you think about this and you think about supercharging your productivity, you have to think about this idea of blowing this up and really managing the business the right way. The other thing that we, we learned is that the second culprit is pointless meetings. Now, I don't know if you've ever been frustrated with a meeting, but uh, pointless meetings uh, are robbing you of financial freedom. Pretty, pretty amazing. So here's what's interesting, is your workday packed with unproductive meetings, unsuccessful meetings? Is it packed with webinars? Is it packed with this, packed with that? Time spent together is not always time spent getting work done. And so when we look at this, this is the average number of meetings attended in a month by loan officers, 62. I don't know how that number impacts you, but it's a pretty serious number. Half of meetings are considered a waste of time. And 31 hours is spent in unproductive meetings over a month. To put this into perspective, that would be 62 borrower conversations. Here's what's interesting. 91% of loan officers daydream during meetings. 96% missed the meetings. 39% slept during a meeting. 45% felt overwhelmed by the number of meetings they attended, 73% multitasked and did other work in meetings, and 47% complained that the meetings were the number one time waster at the office. So meetings <clears throat> are killing organizational productivity. Now, check this out. $37 billion is the salary cost of unnecessary meetings for U.S. businesses. $37 billion. You are in the business of earning money. You're in the business of making money. You're in the business of taking the preciousness of time and allocating that to actually making money. And so the question is, how effective are your meetings? How convertible are your meetings if they're borrower meetings? I mean, these meetings include meetings that don't turn into business. These meetings include meeting with people you know you shouldn't meet with. These meetings include going to sales meetings that aren't really sales meetings, but bitch sessions. You know, it's all of this stuff kind of combined. And so when you think about this, 
you have to think about your momentum, your rhythm, your mojo. You have to think about what is getting in the way of you being uber productive. The third culprit, pretty scary, is constant interruptions. And this is the one that will kill you the most. Before I go any further, it's important to point out that email is an interruption, and you'll see why as we continue down this path. So, start out with a tap on the shoulder, two conversations, four emails later, and half a travel blog, you come to, what were you working on again? Where was I? Oh yeah, that loan file, right? And so what we have to do is we have to take a look at this, 56 interruptions a day for the average loan officer in America. 56. What are the interruptions? What are the interruptions? Everything. Borrowers that aren't, you know, following the rules, they want to know what's going on in the loan, interruptions from other loan officers bitching about this or that, interruptions from realtors that you don't like anyway, interruptions, 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 interruptions. Three minutes is the average time spent working before the average loan officer switches tasks. That's pretty crazy. And so when you look at these, it gets scary. Two hours a day spent recovering from distractions, trying to get back on track. So that's pretty hairy. That's pretty hairy. And what's really fascinating, I think, as we, as we look at this is the, the idea that you can change this, but 80% of interruptions at work are considered reactive. 80% of interruptions at work are considered reactive. One example of this is if you don't have a proactive pipeline management system, where instead of taking inbound calls, you are making outbound calls, or instead of you know, dealing with inbound emails, you are sending outbound emails, or some combination of those things that are all related to the removal of reactivity. Anything that you are reacting to should be fixed. And when you start to do a deconstruction analysis, and many of you have probably never done this, but if you really stop and think about it, um, if you have a listing agent, a, a selling agent, you have a, uh, you know, a uh, escrow officer, a title rep, um, and you got a borrower, the average number of inbound calls if you don't have a proactive system on a pipeline is five per, so that's 15 inbound calls per file that you have in processing. The average minutes of those calls are seven. So if I have five people at inbound calls, and I take seven minutes and I multiply it, and then I multiply it over 10 loans, it's about 2,100 minutes a month. Well, if I could change that and make the outbound, if I could change that and be proactive, if I could set up the agents so that they didn't feel a need to call, if I had a Monday this and a daily huddle and then that going on, I literally take what I'm reacting to and spending more time on and I turn that into something that not only is a customer service bonus, but it is a freeing up of time bonus and I end up reallocating that time to money-making activities. So one of the lists I would build at Mastery, and I would do it before you leave here, is the top five things that you normally react to. What are just the top five things that you normally react to that you could systemize or fix with a proactive solution so that you no longer have that inbound kind of craziness going on? 
And when you, when you get your head around this, it's, it's a fairly exciting concept because for most people, 25% or less of work time is actually spent productively, actually spent making money. So if you make 100 grand a year, and this is true for you, <clears throat> you could actually be making 300 grand a year by simply what? Getting rid of everything that's taking that other 50% and reallocating that to the dollar productive activity. 